Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Gooey Fame. Goo, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Just chilling. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm getting my shot later today, so I'm kind of excited oh, about cool. that. Is this yeah, your yeah. your first one? Yeah, my first. Okay. First, so right on. Uh, yeah, looking looking forward to that. And like, kind of sadly, that I'm I'm like way ahead of the queue actually. So uh, in in up here in Canada, so um, we're we're not doing that as fast as we maybe should. But no, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, this is uh, you know, we originally goo we were we were gonna do Hitman. This episode, but uh, of course, something else a little bit more pressing and a little bit more timely has finally made its way out after what seems like years and years and years of of buildup. So today we're calling an audible. We are pushing Hitman to the back burner and we are here to talk about Mortal Kombat. (laughs) I'm sure most people would uh, rather hear about that anyway. I you know I cannot believe that Shitman won a poll. I I'm flabbergasted. Like, did we just put it? It must have been a couple of stinkers on that poll. I can't remember what was on there, but like, I don't know. It what must we have been were thinking, Wing yeah. Commander, Wing Commander, Wing Commander, and Shitman. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna do some Peter soon because, come on, we're all we're all dying for some of these classics. Uh yeah, man. And you know what, Gooey? Speaking speaking of classics. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what we've been doing over on Patreon.com oh, forward sure. slash Virtual Theater? So everyone knows we wrapped up our Legend of Zelda cartoon series, which if you haven't listened, you can now go. And if you just want to pay for a month, you can just binge listen to us talk about every episode of the Zelda cartoon, which was phenomenal. We had a great time. Phenomenal. But yes. uh, now we've thought... I mean, the show's been going now for over two years, and we thought, what's a, what's a good idea for a bonus episode? Let's kind of dip back into some of the classics that we've looked at uh, before, uh, and now we're doing commentaries for some of the movies we've covered. So we started with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, of course. And so if you love that movie and you want to hear us talk about it some more, uh, it's it's really just another podcast. You don't even really have to watch the movie though it's nice if you want to watch along with us. And then we did Street Fighter, the movie, which is another video game classic, video game movie classic. So, uh, And we'll probably do probably do some more. I feel like we got to do maybe Mortal Kombat, maybe Resident oh, Evil. Yeah. We're, we're going to definitely be selecting some of the classic ones, you know, that, that uh, really define video game movies. No doubt. And, and man, it's been like, it's been so fun. And uh, I think especially like obviously Super Mario Bros was it was awesome to go back and do commentary for because, you know, we both love that movie. But the one for me that was really eye opening to go back to and, um, you know, do the commentary for was Street Fighter, because when we launched our podcast, Street Fighter was episode number one. That was the first episode that we ever did. And so, mm-hmm. like. We've been on this journey throughout, like, and we've talked about it before here on the show, about, like, dispelling some of the myths around video game movies and and kind of arriving at different conclusions and stuff like that. So, like, with all of that experience watching all these movies and and all the context that we've gained, it was, like, 
really fascinating to go back to this original movie and, and watch it through like a different lens, so to speak, which, yeah. which is true of like Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil, which you mentioned are, are probably ones that are going to be coming up. I, you know, the first Resident Evil is one that I'm like really looking forward to, to coming back and, and looking at with a, with a different hat on as it were. Yeah. Yeah. I've almost really, my opinions on movies have changed a lot uh, since doing this podcast. And this is, one of the reasons why just watching so many of these kind of movies and um yeah like going back to street fighter i kind of dispelled some of the stuff in my own head that i was like like kind of critical about when i when it's like i don't know i i'm i'm actually interested to do that now having watched this mortal kombat to kind of go back and watch the original mortal kombat b2 oh because yeah, yeah, I have thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know maybe we should just like officially declare like Mortal Kombat is uh is the next one we do because I I think I, I mean, so we need to do uh, we need to, that's like the trifecta of the classics <laughs> is Mario Street Fighter Mortal Kombat because they were kind of the first three Hollywood you know video game movies so yeah the the big video game movies um, yeah. Yeah, it, and like of course when you're watching this Mortal Kombat, it's it's impossible not to compare and contrast to that Mortal Kombat. So uh in, in some ways I think that this 2021 version compares favorably and then in other ways not so favorably. So it it's it'll be interesting to see especially with context of watching this new reboot like did this actually scratch the itch that I thought that I had for it? Or if I rewatched <laughs> the old one, is is that like kind of was it there all along? You know, yeah. so I'm I'm really fascinated. I've been, I've been loving these these deep dives. I have that. Um, same and, it's, and, it, and it's fun just to watch along. So a, a little tease for that and this. I feel like with this new movie, I sort of if you go back and listen to our original episode on Mortal Kombat, there was a thing I was griping about that I feel like I got in this and then I was like, actually, I don't think <laughs> that's what I wanted. Uh, and I'll maybe go into that more when we're talking about the movie, but um, that, and that just goes to show how much my, I think my opinions have changed over the years. Well, and I, and I think that sometimes when you watch something like for me, the first Mortal Kombat movie, it wasn't like, wasn't my favorite video game movie that we've watched, but then you can say to yourself like, oh, this would have been way better if they did this and this and this. And then when you see this, this and this, you're just like, you know what? Actually, that wasn't so good either. Like maybe it was just better the first time around. So yeah, I, I think I think we might be on the same page when it comes to this movie. And, and okay. I'm, just, I'm excited to get going here. <laughs> yeah. But before we do, we should probably mention that we do have a piece of actual real video game movie news or rather video game uh, show news uh, castlevania is coming to an end and it's coming to an end in may it's the final season uh the fourth season is coming out of course we have been big fans of castlevania season one and two here on the show and the rumor and innuendo is that maybe we might be doing castlevania season three sometime in the near future yeah yeah we gotta gear up for season four and then i guess if there's not going to be a season five we probably should just do season four sometime soon yeah or than later maybe not right away but i want yeah, i want right. to see it i want to see <laughs> the ending 
I, I don't need a reason to go back and rewatch Castlevania. Like such a such a sick show. It is so. And cool. before we yeah. know it, man, The Witcher is going to be out too, and we're going to have to be doing that. So lots uh, lots down lot, the Netflix tube. Yeah, I'm much more excited for it than I was before. After kind of being like, okay, let's let's push through this season, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, that's. That's coming soon, and uh, like I said, the rumor is is that, by God, we, we pushed back Hitman once. Uh, it would be a shame if that happened again. <laughs> it'll, so, it'll get there some, it'll, someday. We'll all honor Hitman. I feel like the two people that are really Hitman fans listening to this are, <laughs> are up in arms I, somewhere. But <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm actually a fan of the, the current series of games. I think they're pretty cool, but I, I mean... That one movie was so bad, and I don't have, I just don't have high hopes for another one. You and me both, and it got it. It just feels like we just did it. And looking at it now, like actually, we didn't we didn't cover Hitman that long ago. Um, like, well, actually, I guess it was a couple months ago now, but it just feels like it was just like yesterday because it was so bad. So I I was ready for a little bit of a of a break from Hitman, but uh, I yeah, I feel you, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, but before we get into the movie, one last time, if you want to hear our um, our watch alongs, you can binge watch all of the uh, Zelda cartoon shows that we did. That is, of course, over on uh, patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. Uh, toss a coin or two our way. If you like what we're doing, that's the best way to support the show. And if you do so, uh, we'll give you a special rollover in discord. And, uh, you know, we, we do a lot of... Uh, a fun like movie nights, hangout nights. Oh yeah, so it's we it's watched, worth your while uh, to. We watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles together, and we'll probably oh. do Secret of the U soon, and we might do the other ones, the other Ninja Turtle movies. Uh, you know what? It, off off topic here, but man, <laughs> so I love Secret of the Ooze like that. I watched it's, that movie yeah, so right. many times as a kid, but dude. I I like really want to go and watch that third one where they're just like in in Japan yeah. or whatever because like even, it looks so bonkers. <laughs> even as a kid, I I had all of them on tape, and even that one as a kid, I knew like something's not right about this one. <laughs> it's because they look yeah. so weird. Yeah. So I am like I am dying to to go ahead and uh, and watch that third. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So, yeah, yeah, tons of stuff that we do uh, over on Virtual Theater Discord. Uh, be part of the community. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, consider throwing us uh, a buck or two over on Patreon. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, we we thank all of our patrons that uh, that are supporting us. That being said, Goo, let's get into Mortal Kombat 2021. You know what? I actually, right off the top... I wish that they would have like named this Mortal Kombat something, oh, like given okay. it a subtitle to to differentiate it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's probably just a me thing, but I I think that could have been cool. Like Mortal Kombat, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I can see what you're saying. I I feel like they probably wanted this to feel like just like a a fresh new take on it or something. You know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I'm I'm just a big fan of like the the subtitles and like, you, you know, you can kind of tell one entry from the next and, and whatnot. What but, if, uh, what if they just called it Mortal Kombat three? Oh God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? I can see what you're saying. Like you definitely do not want to tell your audience that this has anything to do 
with Mortal Kombat Annihilation because yeah. uh, that that could be a death sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? It like I was saying, like it's it's funny. I would be interested to now even go back and watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation as compared to this because I think that my view has completely changed. Annihilation hits that hits that type of movie where it's it's just like awful in all in all the like very fun ways and so i i mean i think while in our episode if you listen to it i kind of was praising it the whole time i mean i i was saying how fucked up it was the whole time but <laughs> i i actually think it's it's pretty fun to watch um so it has that whereas like this it had some the the new one it had some like bright a lot of bright spots where i was like oh that's cool but a lot of it was very boring <laughs> in ways that I could not imagine a Mortal Kombat movie would be boring. Uh, you know what? I think I could agree with that. I yeah. think I could agree with that. Um, so yeah, uh, a few quick notes here. Um, and then I figured we'd just kind of do it free, free flowing discussion rather than go beat by beat here. Kind of like we did with John Wick, but mm-hmm. uh, a few notes here of, of you know, that we should mention. Um, so of course this is the the first Mortal Kombat film in over twenty years after Annihilation bombed so 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 hard. Of course they were supposed to do the third one. I think it was called Deception or something, but it never oh, happened. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so this one uh, had had quite the journey to making it to you know the theater as it were. So I I actually didn't even know this. So back in twenty ten. There's a director by the name of Kevin Tan Cheroin. I probably butchered that. I'm sorry. And this guy uh, released a eight minute short film called Mortal Kombat Rebirth. And he mm. made a pitch to Warner Brothers Studios about, you know, rebooting and revamping the Mortal Kombat franchise. And then uh, apparently New Line Cinema and Warner Bros. were like, yeah, OK, we're going to let you do this. And they wrote a full screenplay uh, for, a, for a movie is a rated R. But then... The project, for whatever reason, slowly started to fall apart, and then uh, this this Kevin uh, guy went back, and he worked on something called Mortal Kombat Legacy, which was a web series. So the whole project basically just fell apart, um, but it's, it's interesting to see that like this was really, this has been in the works for like at least 10 years before, you know, we finally got to this new reboot. Yeah, as much as like you know, the Annihilation especially was, like, dumped on. Like, it's not... It's definitely a franchise that has, like, a fan base that's, like, hungry to see more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, my my good pal Taylor Wells, he was, like, over the moon at this new um, Mortal Kombat movie. And I think it was just because there was a new Mortal Kombat movie mm-hmm. and, like, anything would have been would have been awesome. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I had never heard of Mortal Kombat Rebirth or Mortal Kombat Legacy. I remember those. I remember seeing them. This is like 10 years ago, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. 10 yeah. years, yeah. I remember seeing them at the time, uh, and they were just like some stuff online and thinking like, oh, this looks pretty sick. But I haven't watched since then, so I can't like vouch for them. But I remember they're definitely like, they were definitely were meant to feel like very modern and kind of kind of gritty and kind of grounded, which is like, you know, that's kind of the tone you like kind of the tone of this movie, honestly. And it's, it, which is pretty cool. Like that's kind of what you want for a Mortal Kombat movie. Right. Just like yeah, kind of uh, kicks ass. 
it, it's it's crazy the journey that this like took to get here. And, and of course, you know one one thing you know that that is inescapable that you try not to mention, but you can't help it is like this is now one of the movies that is going to be released in theaters, but also on HBO Max just due to the pandemic. And like, I guess like I just wonder like how how that affects like not the box office, but the reception to this, if, if they're just like, okay, well like, you know, cause, cause obviously I think that, so this movie was made for about 50 million bucks, give or take. And like, mm. I, I don't think they're going to do that in box office, of course, but like, I wonder at what point they're like, okay, like we made, I don't know, 10 million at the box office, but all of this in, in HBO max subscriptions. Like, mm. I, I just wonder how that works when determining if the movie is like a financial success or not. I think, yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing stuff like we're finally getting some samples <laughs> this year of of stuff on there. Like we've had Wonder Woman, we've had Justice League, we've had Kong and Godzilla, and and you're seeing stories somewhat about how how the reception to that is or like, like I guess Kong versus Godzilla was, I think that did actually kind of well in theaters compared to what they thought they were going to do. So maybe right. that's maybe that's more of a case of like, oh, it did it actually did okay in theaters, but I we're fine I think we're starting to see some, you know, some ideas of like how they're going to judge that. But uh I don't know. I don't know if they're going to keep doing this post uh post COVID. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I I think that this is probably only like a 2021 thing. I could see next year movies just being like, if you know what, if you want to see, you know, if you want to see Captain America four, you got to go to the theaters. Like fucking sorry. Like you, you know, go risk it if you want to see this. Yeah. Yeah. It it seems like they, they will be able to do it at that point. I think a lot of people will be more willing to go. So. Yeah. Um, We haven't really talked about this, but uh, so I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine um the other day and like i was like okay what movie would make you like go to a theater to watch it like what what's the one movie that like you would go to a theater right now in like these kind of covid-esque e times and and go watch it like on the big screen like packed full of people or (laughs) well I, i don't know like i guess we were talking in the sense of like just what would make you go to a movie theater at all rather than just like ordering it at your house. But oh. I, I mean like, yeah, maybe like, maybe like a traditional movie with like, let's say, let's say like a half full theater. Like I, yeah. I said, the matrix is that movie for me. Like <laughs> okay. coming out this year, like dude, I'll, I'll go see the matrix on the big screen, like fucking YOLO. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, I, that, that was the one for me. What about you? Well, once, I mean, I guess once I, I'm, I'm about to get my second shot. So I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know how this all works, but I assume I'm good to go. Uh, uh, but there, I guess there's still like the mask order. So that's kind of like, it'll be, right. oh, it's like a little uncomfortable, but I can wear a mask and watch a movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Um, the, the only bad thing is that you can't eat the popcorn. True. I, I yeah, well, I have an actual answer to this question because um, I'm, I'm both watching it because I want to, but also because I'm covering it on... Uh, a different podcast, but I'm going to see F9 in a month when it comes out. So <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking a month is enough time after getting your shot to be immune. I don't know. 
Uh, I was pretty sure that was going to be your answer, but I, I wanted to fish <laughs> just to see. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm going, I assume, I assume I'm going to be safe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you got to risk it for the F9, I guess. Well, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> there's no there's no movie that's really worth risking getting COVID over, which is my actual answer. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I assume I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm but I'm yeah. I'm different. I'm like, I want to see almost anything in the theater. So I'm like, I'm ready to be able to. Yeah, I was I was just like, man, I would do like a like a matinee matrix Four, mm-hmm. like go at noon or something where I could just watch it by myself. I'd be totally fine with that. Really? The two weeks um, between shots is like the only time where it's like that totally applies. Like I saw, I watched at home. I watched that movie. Nobody, uh, the other day, uh, which is in theaters and, and Kong versus Godzilla. But I was like, I'm, I'm just going to watch these at home. <laughs> I'm not fully vaccinated. You know, I'm not going I'm, it's not worth it. It's not worth seeing anything, it, yeah. especially because not only for me, but I could spread it to other people. So I, I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's let's talk about some some happier stuff here. <laughs> uh, so this this like jumped off the page, and I never include these, but I just thought that this was so bonkers. So you know when like you're on IMDb. And that's where I go to get some of these notes and like little trivias or whatever before we do these movies. But you know when it's just like um yeah auditioning for the role or people consider for the role of Cole Young were like Tom Cruise, Brad Brad Pitt right. and they list off like 18 people. Yeah. There is a singular entry that said, "Quote, uh Trish Stratus was rumored to play Sonya Blade." Oh. That was it. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck?" How- that would first of all, that would have been awesome. That would have been cool. And second of all, like what a I don't know, it it just like flew off the page to me. How do these rumors get posted? Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that people just like make them up. Like, because at, anytime you look at them, it's like, you know, there's like every A-list celebrity that is rumored to play these characters. And then it's just like Joe Schmo ends up playing them. But yeah, Tristratus Stratus as, as Sonya Blade, just like, sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I would have been, uh, I would have been cool with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Cole Young, uh, a lot of I don't know if I'd say controversy, but one, like one of the decisions that this movie made, and we'll talk about it a little bit more when we talk about Cole, is that uh, it, it was going to star an original character and not like a, a you know standard Mortal Kombat character, which kind of like reminds me of, of Resident Evil and Alice, and is something that I actually think isn't like I don't think that that's the worst idea in the world. Um, because it kind of gives you a, a separate kind of gives you like a nice starting point or like a like something that the audience can look through if they're not familiar with Mortal Kombat. So I think that that actually isn't a, a too terrible of an idea. What do you think about that? Well, it was something it was something I was kind of I was like sort of nervous about because um, it does feel like a thing where it's like. I I understand wanting to make the movie like accessible to like if you know zero about a video game franchise. Though I also think you can do that with <laughs> an existing character. It's not like it's not like uh Liu Kang or Johnny Cage's backstory, especially Johnny Cage is not like a very complicated thing, you know, but 
but right. I, it's I think it's been done well. Like I think Alice is cool, and I think Alice in Monster Hunter was cool, even though <laughs> even though it does have that element of like we we can't just throw you into the Monster Hunter world. It's got to be a tutorial. But I I do think in the case of this movie, it did not work. I think it had that effect where I was like, all right, I I, I don't I don't. I did not care about this Cole Young story. <laughs> I gotta say. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, and we'll talk about that more mm-hmm. when we get there. But um, you know, I guess let's get to the movie. Of course, this is directed by Simon. Uh, is it McQuaid? That I say McQuaid? his name. I don't know. Yeah. I, I Simon McQuaid. I, I think I'm saying that wrong, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and it was released, uh, uh, you know, basically yesterday at the time of this recording. Um. And, you know, we we sat down and we watched it. And when whenever we've done like new movies that have come out, like Sonic or to a lesser extent, Monster Hunter, um, I, I like to like just watch the movie and instead of like make some notes here. So what I did here, Goo, is kind of just like jotted down some quick thoughts, um, jotted down okay, some cool. thoughts about all of the different fights and then thought maybe we could just skim through, talk about the different characters and stuff like that. So th- yeah. a little bit more free flowing than what we might usually do here. So I was going to put it up to you, whether you wanted to start with like characters or fights or, <laughs> or wherever you want to go here. Um, well, I don't know. Do you, do you just want to talk about this coal, the coal thing? Sure. Yeah. Since we already well, about, it yeah. Let, let's start with the characters and, let, and we'll move down and then we'll talk about all the, the fight scenes and general story beats and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll kind of see where we get here. But, um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about Cole. I thought that I thought he was all right. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, they're going for the same thing that Alice did for Resident Evil, and uh, I I don't know that Cole was like as charismatic as Alice. Um, yeah, she wasn't. Really I, I, in I didn't. The first I didn't one. think. Yeah, it, uh, my. I didn't think he stunk. I thought he was okay. It kind of it kind of gets to yeah. He it wasn't necessarily awful but it it gets to i also wanted to bring up because it was what i kept kind of saying about the first the paul ws anderson one was i felt like none of the characters had like like an actual thought out like story arc and there there was just like a random scene where raiden like gives a speech to them and it feels so put upon and so i was thinking like oh like there should be a character who you have a story arc and Cole has that in this. Um, and, and I see, I see what they're doing and it all kind of makes sense. Like he's this fighter who he can't win. He just gets beat up, but he loves his family and the luck, like him trying to defend his family is what unlocks his power and his, his power is to defend himself. (laughs) You know, he's, it's like purely defensive. So his power is to get beat up, which I I thought okay that makes that's kind of cool that makes sense, uh and then like his big confrontation at the end is in it's like in a sort of version of the cage that his family would watch him get beat up in. And I'm like okay right. I can appreciate what they're trying to do there, but like I was also like I don't know I was just like I want to I want to see the Mortal Kombat stuff I don't really care about. Like it, it felt like uh, I got what I wanted, and then I didn't want it. I was just like, no, I just want to see the Mortal Kombat characters 
do Mortal Kombat fights and and the fatalities and stuff. And I and I didn't. I guess I didn't really want this this other arc that kind of felt like a more wholesome family movie arc. I just wanted the R-rated kung fu movie, if that makes sense. I I think it does, um, and and I agree with you. I I kind of I I dug what they were going for here with Cole. Like he he's a family man. He's like he's an everyman, and he's you know he's he's not a fighter that usually wins, and that makes him the perfect like I don't know champion of Earth or something like that because he he knows what it's like to lose. But um, I don't know. I I was I wasn't like super invested in him and his story really and and i think that that's maybe because i think that the scenes of him and his family were a little bit clumsy a little bit weird for most of the time Mm -hmm. um because his and i don't know if you agree with this or not but so i was watching this and his daughter and his wife the same couple like scenes i couldn't tell if that was like his daughter or if that was like they just they look too similar in age almost and i was just like what oh okay you thought like maybe uh, it was like and, her younger sister or something. Yeah, or, or like I, I, I thought that that, I that was his sister or something, and I was like, oh, okay, like I guess because like the dude, the guy playing Cole looks pretty young, um, and the daughter's yeah. pretty old, so I was just like, is that like, uh, anyways? <laughs> no, so, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so that it, yeah, it just kind of it took me a second to like real. Maybe it would have worked better if like she was like young and like our baby or something like that and like you could see the family i don't know mm-hmm. but it just it was weird to me and then one thing that i think was really fucked up is like so he basically tells his family like right at the beginning like like i i can't be with you because sub-zero is after me and like i'm putting you in danger and i thought that they just made cole look like such a scrub when raiden was just like okay go back go back to your family and you know you're not good enough here and he does, even though Sub Zero is still after him and like oh, still okay. wanting to kill him. And then he goes back and he puts his family in danger. And like, I mean, within minutes, Goro shows up and like his his family is in mortal danger. And I was just like, oh, that's, I didn't that's think kind of like that. messed yeah. up. Um, so yeah, he he's he just kind of looked like a jabron in in my eyes for that. But you know, I mean, he did overcome. He got his he got his. Uh, I think they call it the Akana in this movie, which was like your powers. And, and that was kind of cool. Like he, uh, kind of like did, he had like the, I don't know. It was cool. But like, I, I was waiting for him kind of like you said, cause his gimmick was like, he gets beat up. And like when, when he was getting beat up, his suit turned red and I was waiting for him to like unleash, like all the, right. kind of like Bishop from the X-Men where he like takes his shit kicking and then unleashes the power back. But then he just I, had like these Nightwing swords. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, um, like yeah the black panther suit in black panther where it's like yeah. <laughs> you absorb all the energy and give it back and yeah it's just yeah. like i don't know compared to other mortal combat things where it's like okay you've got like a laser eye and like a cool knife and like ice swords and it's like oh this guy's got like uh some body armor <laughs> it's like i get it from the story perspective but um it just to me weighed down the mortal combat of this even though he was tied to a Mortal Kombat character it still was like I don't know this feels more like Disney Channel original movie storyline which it was fine at being that but it yeah it wasn't doing it for for me in fact it ties into like another thing that I really didn't like about the movie was like kind of the middle part 
was also kind of slightly a slog to me because it was training <laughs> for, yeah. for this tournament. Whereas like in the original, and I don't think every movie about fighting games needs to be about a fighting game tournament, even though I've said that, but like at least the original movie got that it's like Mortal Kombat, we're fighting, tournament, go. Or this was, well, we got to prepare. <laughs> it's like, and that's where I think it, it reminded me of the Monster Hunter movie where it's like, which which I liked better than this, but it it was like, it's a prologue almost. It's like, all of this sets up the actual movie I want to see almost. Right. And so I was like, I don't know. It it was kind of like in the middle parts of this movie, I was kind of like looking at my phone a little bit. <laughs> I was like, all <laughs> right, let's get to, let's get to the good stuff. Uh, yeah, man, totally. The The middle part was a slog for sure. Um, the beginning was awesome. The end was like pretty decent. The middle part was yeah. like, there was pepper in kind of cool stuff throughout, but like, yeah, just this. Yeah. I think if we just cut to the chase a little bit more, it would have been, more fun which i felt like they were doing at first because it does yeah. start off so hot even even with the cool stuff because he gets kind of he has they have like the setup but then he gets when he meets jackson like there's a chase scene uh where sub-zero's chasing him I'm like all right damn they're just they're getting right into it and then it like yeah. grinds to a halt yeah yeah you, you took the words out of my mouth like literally verbatim um yeah so my my thing with cole where like I think he he could have worked, and this is maybe this will run in contrast to what you said about you, like you just wanted the more Mortal Kombat stuff. But I actually think that there was perhaps too much Mortal Kombat in this movie, um, if they wanted to include someone like Cole. And what I mean by that is like I feel like I feel like the middle part really was like grinding to a halt because you had to introduce. Sonya, you had to introduce Jax, you had to introduce uh, Shang Tsung, you had to like you had to introduce all these other guys where like um, the beginning was so hot where you have Scorpion, Sub-Zero, could have introduced Cole, and you, like I, I think that that could have played out. And like the problem with Cole is that he never really had like, he, so he had a story arc, but he never had a relationship to anyone else that like you really cared about because like you didn't really see him with his wife very much. You, you He kind of was buddies with Sonya, but not really. He kind of like Ryan didn't do a whole or Rain didn't do a whole lot in this movie, so you didn't really have a connection there. He didn't really hook up with Scorpion until like the very, very mm, end. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? Speaking of Scorpion, like I actually was kind of just like, like okay, like uh, so obviously he's connected to Scorpion when he when he gets his uh, Akana. I was like, well, well, this fucking guy is gonna throw out like the little Scorpion things that Scorpion has, right? Because he's his ancestor or whatever. So I was kind of thinking that he would be like the new Scorpion to battle Sub-Zero, which didn't really happen. And I, mm. I don't know. I, I wasn't like disappointed, but I was like, man, that, that could have been really cool if they did that. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, where if they wanted to do this, like maybe um, like there was too much of the other. But I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I almost wanted more of the other because I liked... I I liked the actors of like um uh Lu, Lu Kang and his his bro and and that type of thing and I almost felt like I would I would have rather seen a movie about them but instead they were kind of weak in this movie because right. they weren't given the focus and it like Lu Kang or whatever I feel like I don't even really start to 
care about too much until the thing happens later, which is the backstory for him in the Mortal Kombat movie of of the I'll suck your soul out or whatever he says. Um, <laughs> it's like that's when it like like I think that story actually can be kind of interesting, but um, I don't know. Yeah, and I I, I think they could have just like gotten into like instead of that that's what started to kill me was he i liked when he was running away from Jax and then i felt like the scene where Jax was defending him while he took off was kind of cool and then i felt like okay he just should go meet like the gang right now and we should just meet all the characters you know i understand some of them just aren't going to get as much stuff but then it was like then he met some more people and then they went and met some more people and that's yes. it was too many steps. I feel like you could have had all these characters. Um but I don't know. I feel like he didn't <clears throat> need to meet someone to meet someone to meet someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let's just yeah. get get to it cuz I liked all the characters for the most part, but um I didn't th- that's the problem of having this character who doesn't know all the stuff is like We've got to make sure he meets everyone and we know all their deals, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think we're on the same page here. Um, and I'm, I'm going to lump the next two people that we talk about together here. I want to talk about Sonya and Jax because I actually, I thought that both of them were like pretty decent in this movie. I thought the, the actors that played both did like a yeah. good job. Um, but I, I actually, I don't think that either of them should have been in this movie. I think that, you could have saved him for the sequel. Yeah, like because like you said, like you're you're meeting someone to go meet someone to go meet someone. And I feel like like in the sequel, Johnny Cage is gonna be huge because they saved him and they and they made him special. And I think that they could have done this with Jax and with Sonya too, where it's like, if you wanted to go the route of having an original character, that's that's great. And like I totally respect that. But then like pull back some of the Mortal Kombatness and save it for for the next outing. Because there's obviously mm-hmm. gonna be a next outing. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, I I thought that that they were good, but I don't. I I think I would have held them back because they didn't like both of them were were there, but neither of them was like super. I don't know, pertinent to the story, I guess, really, uh, in either way. But yeah, I don't know that I they they were okay for what they were. Actually, poor Sonya had to. Um, she was given the unfortunate task of like explaining what the hell Mortal Kombat was, which is like just mm-hmm. something that that Raiden really should be doing to, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. to these new people. Because uh, like she she just sounded like such a goof when she was explaining like to to Cole what the hell Mortal Kombat was. And he was like, oh, it's not even spelled right. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Was, yeah. Poor Sonya. Yeah, it, I, I liked some of the cheesy jokes they had about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like the fan jokes were, were some were pretty good. Um, yeah, I liked uh, what is it? Lu Kang spamming the leg sweep and then being like, "Do you know any other moves?" And then like, qu- like them rage quitting because he won't. He's just <laughs> like, "That's pretty good," you know. Some of those jokes were good, and like the expected like flawless victories. It's like okay, like I ex- oh that stuff. Yeah, that was great. It's 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 a little like oh my god, but I appreciated it. I feel like my my pitch would have been. You just should have had Jax. Also, because you were supposed to have the story where Jax and um, uh, Sonya, like you know, they're they're like comrades or whatever, and then 
he gets hurt and then when they're reunited it's supposed to be like oh he's alive but like we didn't really see them i feel like it should have just been Jax and and Sonya scouting him or whatever she's there she's there in that scene with them and Jax is like i'm going to stay behind as like a sacrifice and then they just go and meet up with the whole crew like just have them right. all involved um, I, I would have just cut out that whole part where he goes to her camper and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It it was uh, I, I just feel like there was like just a bit too much mm-hmm. um, in this movie. I will say so. I I thought that when Jax first got his mechanical arms, I was just like, what the hell? These look like shit. Like. I, and I thought that was like I thought those were his arms. I was like, "Good God!" Like they looked better in in Annihilation. It uh, it made, but, but then they looked they looked pretty sick later. Right. It made more sense as an arc compared to Annihilation, where it was like, where like Raiden just like made fun of them, and then he tears them off at the end, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Whereas like in this, they tried <laughs> to give him a like thing where he's like, but honestly, I feel like he didn't need like we didn't need a. a that's that's what I mean is like everyone had to have kind of this this arc where it's like I feel like it should have just been like he he sacrifices himself Sonya's sad but then like they meet up later and he's he's okay maybe he's out of commission for a second but then he should just show up with cool arms and like that's fine <laughs> you know like I we didn't really need I- or dude so they they keep it the same at the beginning. He gets fucked up by Sub-Zero. He rips his arms off. You think he's done. And then in Mortal Kombat 2, baby, he's back with those big arms. Like, that would have been badass. <laughs> he's pun- yeah, he's just punching up a storm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I if it were me, I would have saved these guys for the sequel. Because I, I think that they would have been, I think they would have meant more in the sequel here. And I would have focused basically this whole movie on the, uh, the, the Baxter, like the rivalry between Sub Zero and Scorpion, because so you know me, I know nothing about Mortal Kombat. I'm not really a Mortal Kombat guy, but I thought that what they did with Sub Zero and Scorpion here was actually like pretty cool. Like the the intro was was badass. Uh, probably that, the best part that of the was movie. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it man, Sub Zero just he looked like a killer. He looked so. So good. Um, Scorpion, I can't remember his name, uh, but he he looked awesome, too. He's supposed to be this like like world renowned warrior. I, I thought that like the the intro and the setup was like really cool. And I was like, dude, this is strong enough to carry this entire movie. I think like where Sub-Zero could just be hunting the the descendant of Scorpion, like the scenes where his, he was like chasing them were like sk- kind of scary, too. He was like, oh, yeah. Cause that was that was um Joe Taslam I think is the actor who plays him, who's like yeah. the cop dude in the raid, and he is like a presence. He just has a presence, even though he's he's like all jacked up in this Sub Zero outfit. Like anytime he was there, it was like, damn, <laughs> it was like yeah, not like yeah, being totally. chased by like the Terminator or something, you know. I I thought both of them meant like when they were oh, yeah. when they were on screen, it was like. 
it, it, they were dominating the screen, man. Like they, oh yeah, they, uh, they had they had a such a good presence. I thought. Well, um, and then later when Scorpion comes back and he's just like, "I have come back from hell to kill you." <laughs> I was like, sick. <laughs> I was like, this should have just happened earlier in the movie, you know? Like, <laughs> this should have just had Scorpion in this movie and not be like the character that some other scrub needs to unlock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and I put it. I started hearing from people. I started seeing people posting that there there's an animated movie called like Scorpion's Revenge or something like that that is yeah. actually really good. And I was like, I kind of want to check this out now because I I feel like just that that story between the two of them would be cool enough for its own movie. Yeah, man. Uh, I, it's funny. I I saw. I read about that movie for the first time yesterday too. And apparently, that's rated R. That was the first one that was rated R. It's an animated um, movie. Which, cool. Yeah. Roll cool. Tide. All right. We'll have to uh, check that out. Maybe it'll finally be what we want. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I, yeah. I I I thought that Sub Zero's ice like combat stuff looked like really sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it looked cool. I thought that man the. The Scorpion stuff, like all of his moves, just like looked so so good. Um, I I just like man, I I I want more. I wanted more of these guys, and like maybe maybe it was good that they didn't overexpose them necessarily because like I did want more of them. But like I think this movie that's, could have used a, a little bit more. That's the trick, like, and that ties into what you were saying about like what characters do you save? Because I feel like. I feel like you want to have a lot of characters because you want to have some distinct fight scenes and like mm-hmm. different unique fights and settings. Um, and so that's why I would lean towards keeping more people in it. Um, but then you run into the like risk of like, well, you got to kill some of these people. Uh, you know, who's going to make it? Who's not going to not? And then also, but then also this movie does have all those characters, but they don't like most of it is them training because you can't kill everyone. And then all these fights that you could have as unique fights in the movie is just like one big fight montage, but they're all fighting separately. And I'm like, why these should just all be their own scenes. You know, (laughs) I don't know if you felt that way with the final fight or like Uh... not the final fight, but where they're like Raiden can transport us to fight everyone separately. And I'm like, why? Why aren't these just their own fight scenes? Like, I don't know. Yeah, the final. I'm gonna say I'm gonna save my thoughts actually till we get to the okay, final. Okay. I, I thought it was I thought it was a bit. It was a bit weird the way that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah I I yeah I just feel like I would have loved to have seen, um, these characters and their stories like kind of peppered out throughout the movie, especially because you see like that they are willing to sacrifice some of these more interesting characters you know for the sake of other characters like why not have that happen at various points in the movie i don't know with with like these more distinct fights i guess uh you just said something important i i actually do want to give this movie props because i i do think that they like they did actually sacrifice some characters to build up other characters as as like bigger threats or like you know really awesome fighters or whatever so uh, i think that this movie actually did do a good job in in that but yeah there was a lot of times where it was like this is a stalemate for some reason too so 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I man, or, I just or think really, that, they're like, just not fighting because they're training for the fight, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the the middle part where everyone was training was, I mean, undoubtedly the that was the sloggiest part. I just like I the whole movie. I was just waiting. I'm like, okay, when's Scorpion coming back? Like that. That was my whole. That was my whole thing. I I watched the intro and I was like, I want Scorpion to come back. Yeah, and I think that maybe some that that kind of feeds into why I was just like. Uh, Cole's okay, but like I just want Scorpion. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Totally. Or I, I wanted him to be Scorpion, and like he never, it just didn't happen. Like I, I wish that we would have seen that instead of like the flashbacks that he got, or maybe at least like build up the relationship between Cole and Scorpion, like somehow, whether if it's like through like I don't know, mystic flashbacks or fucking something. But it, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I just wanted Scorpion and Sub Zero, and we didn't really get enough of that. I don't think. And Scorpion did. He just kind of came out of nowhere at the end. I don't know how he was summoned, actually. It was pretty sweet when he got there, but it was, I was like, like oh. the blood on the dagger. And was that what it was? It was something with Cole and like his old weapon. And yeah, I was just like, whatever. Cool. He's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get. Yeah. I get like some of the with all the moving parts there and like all the stories they're trying to weave that it's not like easy but that's why i'm like maybe let's like lean off of some of the other stories like just give some of the characters less you know yeah totally and and that's why i was just like man i would have saved sonya and Jax for the sequel because like as as cool as their fight scenes were is like i don't know like okay like we we've got their little stories their little arcs in there but like maybe this could have been focused elsewhere and like make the sequel a little bit more special i don't know i thought it was Mm. it was okay um all right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Raiden in this movie, and man, it feels to me like he was like barely a factor in this movie after you know Christopher Lambert being such a big part of the first Mortal Kombat movie, and in even his replacement being a big part of of Annihilation, uh, Raiden just felt he was like he was just kind of there. He didn't really do a whole lot. That's that's what I felt about like like I was saying him. Liu Kang and what what's the the other guy with the hat? Liu Kang's cousin or whatever. Uh, uh, is it Kung Lao? Hold on, hold on. Kung Lao, yeah. Kung Lao. Um, those three characters all seemed cool to me. Like they were all very cool, but like I feel like they got like shortchanged a little bit. Like I like they they I was like I want to know more about them, <laughs> but instead like they're all just so until until. Well, there's a little bit. I like the idea of like Liu Kang is like very loyal to Kung Lao, and he's kind of like, like he's like the perf like Kung Lao is like this perfect champion, and Liu Kang is like I wish I could be as cool as him. And then now, yeah. but but it's like we're not even gonna get to see till this maybe next movie like him have to like live up to that a little bit. And I felt similarly. I felt similar to like Resident Evil, like the first one, where it's like, it's not even until that movie is over where you're like, all right, now I'm ready to see this Alice's character's journey. You know, like it's like they just spend most of the movie being there. <laughs> and that's how I felt about Raid. And like all this, all of this almost felt like set up for like where the interesting story for a lot of these characters is. Which, uh, actually, before I move on to to Boo here, I, one one last thing about Raiden. I feel like uh, the lightning eyes was probably a better idea in video games than it was in actual practice in the movies. I don't know about you, but 
this is kind of cool, but they, they they kept doing it. I, I like it was like like the first time I was like, oh, that's cool, and then like they kept doing it with like the big sting on the music, and I was like, <laughs> no, I've seen this before. I do like that actor. He's in a lot of great movies. I just feel like yeah, they should have right. given him more to do. He's such he's actually a pretty sweet actor. <laughs> so I was like, why is why is he the one who's like why why does like Kano have more lines than this guy? Oh, we'll talk about him in a second here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to talk about Luke Kang. He he is definitely without a doubt the biggest casualty of introducing a new like original character in this movie, I think for sure. Mm-hmm. Um he doesn't who was the guy that that played Luke Kang in, in the original movies? Um, um I do not remember the actor's name, but he his, is his sweet. name is escaping me. But he he was I I don't know if it's just because like he was so like iconic in that role, but it, it was a little bit hard for me to take this other guy's like you know that's that's Liu Kang or whatever. I I think that he did a good job for sure. Mm-hmm. He just he you know he's he's not the leading man in this movie. He's not as cool. He's kind of a support character. Um, it's yeah, like know, he, it's not until later that his story actually really begins, and it's it doesn't occur in this movie. And so like in this, he, he is kind of just like. Oh, not, I don't want to say a wet blanket, but he's just like there, you know. Yeah, I don't even think his story starts in the later part. Like Kung Lao, uh, who who I totally forgot that was his like brother, and he got his his soul sucked. Like I totally forgot that that was the the setup in the first Mortal Kombat movie because mm-hmm. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, but cool hat though. Um, but he yeah he also didn't really do a whole lot in the movie, uh, but he got his soul sucked. But then I was just like. So after that, like, Lou gets upset and it's like, okay, well, that's pretty much the end of your story. Like, you kind of fight for a little bit, but then, then you, you, like, you don't get a payoff to that, right? Like, he doesn't have a moment with, uh, mm-hmm. with Shang Tsung. So it's just like, his, his story just didn't really exist at all. Which, yeah. again, like, would have, it, it could have been okay, but like, you know, is that, is that something where, um, again, maybe, maybe less is more, like, you, you, have less Mortal Kombat-y characters and stuff going on in this one, or, like, I- I'm okay with them setting up Lou for the second movie, but I don't know. I just feel just, like uh, you're making this movie. It's not surefire win. Like, I just want to see... I, yeah. I just want to see the best movie you can do, and I think you can do You can do an ensemble movie. There's a lot of great ensemble movies, Um, but uh, I just... Yeah, I felt like the balance was off, and I, th- I think... I think it was, yeah, either... Like, I feel like they sacrificed one thing to do another. So it's like, do you want to have the the single character story arc that you're trying to put in here? Or do you want this to be more of an ensemble? And I feel like they kind of hedge their bets a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they... I feel like they had a really great idea with the Scorpion Sub-Zero story, but then, like, they didn't see it through because, like... You could have committed to this one character, like in, and made it like his journey, his movie. But then, yeah, it just becomes this kind of ensemble. Movie. I, I feel like there is feet in both camps, and and it prevented it from either swinging one way or the other. And it just kind of was like a middle of the road experience mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Um. Which, like, so talking about, um, let's just talk about Shang Tsung since we're talking about him. I again, I feel, I feel like he should not have been in this movie. Like he, he didn't do anything. He he sucked the soul out of uh, Kung Lao, which was cool. But like, 
There was no fight at the end. There was no payoff at the end. He he just kind of showed up. He made a couple speeches. It was really hard for me not to just like picture Lau from the Dark Knight the entire time I was watching him. By uh, the way, okay, but yeah. like I don't know, man. That's- I I feel like. You should have saved him. That's the thing like, is they could have they could have made a more a more uh they could have made a much more simple movie that's just Cole Sub Zero yeah. Scorpion and they hint at you know these and maybe like Raiden's there and like they hint at like he's got this crew and Sub Zero's part of this bigger crew. But again, then I think you have the issue of you're making a movie called Mortal Kombat. So where where's where are those guys? So then they're like, okay, we got to have these guys in here, and you know, hopefully people want to see more of them. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Like, could you just make a movie that's called Cole the, the new, Cole the new Scorpion? <laughs> you know, more mortal Cole with a K. <laughs> I think that would have been like that would have probably been more upset uh, offensive to like the diehard Mortal Kombat fans where it's like oh I've if like they cut out all the characters and like their fun little yeah. lines and stuff and it's like oh it's I watched this movie about a guy who gets a his superpower is he gets a strong armor <laughs> it's like what I, I I totally get and respect what you're saying like like a hundred percent I I think if they did that it would have been uh it would have been know, maybe alienating. a better movie but it it might have been well there's no guarantee that it might have been but at least it, it I don't know I, I actually I read a tweet right before I watched the movie where someone said like this is like the Super Mario Brothers movie of Mortal Kombat where it's like the same characters same kind of idea but in like a totally different setting. And maybe that's like subliminally kind of rearranged my expectations because I feel like this was very much like the same setting as the first movie where like it starts off with this cool angle, but then it just turns into like, yeah, there's this tournament and like we got to win. Um, so I I don't know. Like I I think that you maybe you could have had Shang Tsung in here and, you know, obviously they are saving him for the sequel because he didn't get physical. He didn't fight anybody. But I don't know. Maybe he could have been like the the Thanos at the end, where like he shows up in the post credit scene or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I would see them doing, and if they're being a little bit more like, let's withhold some things and focus on the one story. But but then yeah, it's like it's like what is this movie? I mean that that could have been a good movie though. Maybe some people would have been okay with that, especially if you have him so tied to Scorpion. Like, maybe people would care, like, they'd be like, oh, that's, like, this character's cool still, because he has that legacy, but something tells me I feel like, like, that would be viewed as, like, even more, like, lame if they didn't have this other stuff. I'm only trying to imagine, I'm not, like, a big Mortal Kombat game fan, like, I like the game, like, what I know and stuff, but... You know, I, I, I can't sit here and say, like, oh, if they didn't have this bit of lore or that bit of lore or this character, it, right. it would have been, like, upsetting to the fans. I'm just trying to imagine it more. Yeah, man, and and, and you know more about Mortal Kombat <laughs> than I do. I, I just think, in my layman opinion here, that um, for me, like, the Scorpion Sub-Zero plot, if they wanted to do the original character, that story with Scorpion and Sub-Zero was, was strong enough to carry the movie. And they didn't need uh, Shang Tsung and, and the other 
like his, mm-hmm. his cast of bad guys is like laughably bland and like i'm i know that they're fighters in mortal Kombat, but like i don't know any of them right so they're just like random dudes to me and then you have the problem too of like we were talking about what a presence sub-zero was this guy like just totally and like totally overshadowed um Shang Tsung every time they were together, at, le- at least to me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, he, had, he had more of a henchman vibe. Uh, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think Shang Tsung had, like, the, the original the original Shang Tsung in the original Mortal Kombat movie. I think just, he... I'm constantly thinking of him when I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, man, I love that guy. <laughs> and this guy is a, he's a, he's a great actor, obviously, but I just can't help but think of the original. And I sort of thought about that. Um, I had a similar feeling at the end when they teased the Johnny Cage thing where I was like, man, don't make me think of a guy I would much rather see in a movie than you. <laughs> like I'm like okay great we're gonna go get Johnny Cage who is infinitely cooler than you are so that I don't know that like that's that's kind of a problem I feel like they're running up with me in my mind is I'm thinking about granted there are some things that are cooler like I think Raiden is cooler and Scorpion and Sub-Zero are cooler than their original movie counterparts but still yes don't make me think of the stuff that is that is cooler <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm totally maybe that's maybe that's why I'm just like, man, they should have saved these characters because like I I did. I was I was thinking of like the original Raiden. I was thinking of like um, the original Sonya. I was thinking of like the original Shang or whatever. Just like those guys are pretty cool. And like now I'm just like, man, these guys aren't as cool as the other guys. But like the guys like Scorpion and Sub-Zero and this new guy, you don't really have anything to compare them to. So they they're able to fare a little bit better. Maybe that's just my weird I, logic. But. I think another reason why they have the Cole character too is so they can write. I feel like, and I think this is maybe a bad thing, is so they can write a character arc and like a new story you haven't seen before uh, because maybe they're afraid of if we try to do a story arc that's already with a character we already know about and it deviates too much from the game that would upset people. So let's like create a new character so we can tell a story that will surprise people, even though it's not, it's pretty predictable, I guess. But you know what I mean? Where it's like, we can do whatever we want with them, which is kind of how I feel like Alice sort of is too. But to me, it's like, no, I want to see, like, I want to see these really iconic characters like doing stuff, like mix it up a bit. It's fine. It doesn't, doesn't have to be it doesn't have i don't know how much it follows the letter of the games either but i'm just let's let's just see them do go on their own journey i don't disagree um all right <laughs> let's talk about kano yeah what did you think of this guy so K- kano i think kano is the type of character who if it would be cool if you're if you're watching one of these one of these kind of classic schlocky R-rated uh, martial arts movies or whatever, and then there's just, like, this guy who's who occasionally spouts off some stuff, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this guy. But instead, <laughs> he is such a presence in this movie. Like, too much. Like, 
he ha- he has his own character arc, and that's that's again what I'm saying. Where it's like he totally should just be a random side character, but he thinks they think he's I think way more important and way more funnier than he is. If that makes sense. Oh no, that makes perfect perfect sense. Like I liked ideas about of his character. Like I like that he gained his power by like becoming like more and more racist <laughs> like it's like wow okay that's that's interesting he got laser eyes after like mouthing off to these guys <laughs> in in a very inappropriate way but like that's that's a thing that I'm like I would expect that out of like an old schlocky movie like this like that they're like trying to reference but instead like yeah he's just there for so long and they're like oh he's switching sides and all like who cares like and they and there's this extended scenes of him just like joking around and I'm like okay one or two one-liners would have been funny but you're just way overdoing it with this character yep yep <laughs> okay you, you took the words out of my mouth man like yeah he he was kind of funny at like the beginning and he did have some good lines for sure but it was just like holy shit man like there's so much of this guy and like he's so obnoxious. You know what it was like? It was like listening to commentary from Jerry the King Lawler where every oh, every okay. now and then he'll have a, a nice quippy line. But most of the time you're just like, oh, my God, just like be quiet. Um, so I, I, I remember he, he was OK, but like, um, in the original and, and I don't think this is a case of like, oh, they should just like the original movie nailed it. Or whatever, but I remember in the original movie, he just was like a character that Sonya fought and she beat him or whatever in the movie, right? Like kind of early on. Like Mm -hmm. that to me would have been like the appropriate level to have him. I could totally see where she's like, I, I, I like again, where it's like, we don't need, we don't need huge arcs for some of these side characters. And I could totally see. They meet up with the crew, and she's like, "I want to come, but I don't have this mark." But uh, we're going, we're gonna, we're gonna go after this guy who has one, like just to, just so she can kill him and get it, and like, and then they have a fight scene, you know, and you can kind of have another cool one on one scene where she fights him and kills him and gets his mark. I get that's not very heroic, yeah. but this is Mortal Kombat, so who cares? And, and like, he can, it, like, that's what I mean. He should have been, like, one scene type character. And he has, like, a couple lines. He, he calls someone a pussy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then you kill him. He's the kind of guy you want to see get killed. Uh, oh, yeah, totally. But, yeah. I, I thought, if it were me, I would have had, like, the, the fight with the reptile or whatever. And he gets free. He helps him beat the reptile. But then he tries to like double cross Sonya and she kills him in self-defense. Bam, she's got the mark. That would that would have been fine with me. Right. And and that ties into the the middle part that I didn't like was like, all right, this this guy Cole, who I don't really care about, he's got a train. And like this annoying asshole guy has got a train. And like I get some of the stuff they were doing with that was kind of I get what they were going for, but I was just like Really, I I just don't I don't want to watch this. I don't care. I don't care, and yes, I don't it, like him. 
it, uh, he was so obnoxious, but you nailed it. It's like, and that's another reason where I'm like, fuck, they should have just saved Sonya for the sequel. Cause she wasn't even training. She didn't even have the mark. Like she, she was there, but like she wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the middle part was like the Kano show. And I was like, this guy is so obnoxious. <laughs> you, I, like, like, I, he's not <laughs> like, he's not that funny. He's not a great fighter. His eye laser thing sucks. Like it did kind of suck. Yeah. Um, here, here's a question for you too. Actually, I couldn't tell if, uh, <laughs> if in that one scene where he gets his, his Akana, if like Lao and Kung were just like trying to, trying to egg him on to unlock his power or if they were just like legit shitting on him cause they hated him. But that was kind of funny seeing them just like dress down Kano and cause they, they were talking for me, man. Like they were like, God, you were fucking terrible. You suck. Mm. You're worthless. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah, I, I did like that a lot, but it also made me think about like, again, how those two guys just like didn't really have much going on this movie. And I was like, these like I get the one guy is supposed to be like perfect. And I, I like that aspect of his character. But I was like, man, these two guys are just too like too perfect. Like, I feel like you have a little bit with Liu Kang about how he's, you know, his whole backstory or whatever and how he's super loyal. But again, I was like. Like, I just, I was like, they're dressing them down and, and it's like these, these two guys who've like, they've got it all already. They've got it all figured out. <laughs> they're just too, I don't know. They're just too good. And I want, well, there was nothing there. There was no story. There was no arc. That was, that was the problem with Luke Kang in this movie. Yeah. I just wanted them to like have some, some conflicts going on <laughs> other than like, oh, we got to train these guys. So I, I was like. Sure. And I'm really glad that this didn't happen. But I, so I was sure that with the amount of, of screen time that this movie invested in Kano, he was going to betray the the good guys. Right. Which he did. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, God, he's he's going to come around and like work with the good guys again, and like be be the, be on the side of the heroes or whatever. God, I'm, I'm so glad that they didn't do that. And I'm so glad that that Sonya just like. <laughs> killed him yeah uh because that would have made sense for his character and i i'm so glad that he's not coming back for the next one but that w- that was just like leading again that was like to have like a completion of her arc is like now she gets to have this one-on-one showdown with this guy you really hate but it's like no she yeah. she should have just fought him earlier and killed him and we should have been done with it but instead it's like that's that's another thing it was like, oh, it's Mortal Kombat, and you're expecting all these. Like, I'm, th- I'm thinking about some of these iconic, cool settings they had for some of the fights in the original movie, and this, it's like, I get that it's, it's like with at least the the cage fighting scene, it's thematically like complete, but it's like her big confrontation with him is in her camper, you know? It's like. I was like, I don't know. I want to. I want to be like. Where's the bones? Like, let's be in hell and shit. You know, like out out in a forest or something. Like crazy they, setting. Do they? Um, I guess they do. At the very end, they do fight in um, the other realm, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, maybe, do they? The actually, part where like was... Liu Kang makes like the dragon. And like it spits fire <laughs> like that. That was on. That was like a cool Mortal Kombat setting. But I feel like, yeah, that was like that was all. Like I said, that was kind of the it was like one scene of multiple fights. And like we were cr- yeah. cross between that, which you didn't really I feel like see enough of 
mixed with a camper fight. And I was like, what? The camp, we already fought it at her place. Like, I, 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 similar to the Goro fight, which was just at, like, their farm. And I was, I was like, I don't know. I want to see you. I want to fight Goro over a pit and you punch him in the dick. And <laughs> like, let's, uh, yeah, let's mix it up here. Let's, it's a, based on a fighting game, we can have cool settings. Um, before, before we get to like the actual fights themselves, cause I jotted most of them down. I wanted to talk about them. Nice. Uh, uh anything you want to say about our man Goro in this movie? <laughs> it was a downgrade for sure. I like, I like, I miss rubber Goro. He he looked like a shitty Hulk was my note. Yeah. It's kind of like, meh. I get everything's just got to be CG now, but I think if you had a rubber Goro, it would have been cooler. Uh, man, he, he certainly was like one and done in this movie. Which I, um, I think that's from what I've gathered from his appearances. That seems fine. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know. I was about to say I would have liked to see more of Goro, but actually, I think that I wouldn't. But maybe, maybe you were, maybe you hit the nail on the head. Is like I would have liked to see that in a more like cinematic or spectacular way, like that same fight, but just something a little bit more, I don't know, mm-hmm. a little bit more cool rather than like a trailer somewhere. It's um, it's certainly not. It's not like compared to the original movie. It's not like they did him a oh, disservice yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he he, def- he didn't get punched in the dick in this movie, which is that a was disappointing. For sure. Why why would yeah. you want to reference that? I don't understand. Oh man! All right, well, let's talk about the fights in this movie. And I'm gonna say that the opening was the best part of the movie because I was watching this and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is awesome!" Like mm-hmm. it was so different. They like they set up Scorpion as like this this samurai warrior and like. Uh, Fuck the the actor who played him whips ass. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff like the Wolverine and um, yes, yeah, yeah a, a, a bunch great. of different movies. Um, so he was awesome, uh, and of course Sub Zero comes and he's awesome and like he's he's so menacing. He takes out the, the family, which was sad. It set up stakes right away. Uh, man, when Scorpion got back and just started mauling everybody with his sword was like so good. <laughs> the music was going off the hook. I thought the music was like. I thought it was pretty good. Actually, part of the movie. Um, they did a good. It was kind of cool the way they used the Mortal Kombat theme in this. Like they almost yeah. used it as the Scorpion and Sub Zero theme, if that makes sense. Like in the beginning, that scene there was like kind of a tense part where it just had like a bass drum that was like going bump 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 bump. You know, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I thought that the music was like really good actually throughout mm-hmm. this movie. I will say they got guys who can go, which is sick. But then I feel like some of the like it's this is like a first time director of like a major motion picture. But I don't think the fights were shot as cool as they could have been. Like it was a lot of like like jump like super close jump cuts and a lot a ton of edits. And like I like I just want to see these guys who can go like do some cool moves. But there was a couple, you know, there was like a couple parts where I was like, let's just zoom out a little bit and let <laughs> Like, let him go. But it was still a pretty sick scene, despite some of that. Yeah, I, I, dude, when I was watching this, I was like, if this is, if this is the movie, like, yes. this is going to whip ass. I totally um, was with that. Where I, I, yeah. It was almost like, I just, I, I kind of get like, okay, you got to have all this stuff, but I think you could have just had a total movie that only involved, that was just 
like a backstory about these guys. And it could have taken place in I know, feudal yeah. Japan or whatever. That's that's what I mean. Like, this was so sick that I was like, they should have anchored this entire movie around Scorpion and Sub-Zero. You, and, and if you do that, then you can bring in the Descendant. And it doesn't feel like he's taking away from anyone else. But, like, Matt, if this was just, like, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Cole, maybe Raiden could get in there. Um, I... I Damn, I feel like this movie could have been cool, but Wait. yeah, this scene, this scene was so sick. I, I loved it. It was, you know, in hindsight, the best part of the movie. We can't make, um, like, we can't make small movies anymore, though. We They have yeah. to be these epic confrontations with, like, a thousand people in them, you know? I don't know. I, I just, man, I feel like if you're going to go for, like, the character arc of, like, a singular character, which is obvious, which is where they were going for with Cole, and, like, we can debate if that was like the right move or the move that we wanted to see or not. If we just wanted Mortal Kombat-iness or not. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to have this original character, man, you should like scale it down, like focus on, you know, a, a couple of the guys and whatever. That I, that was my opinion. My, that was my, my ideal. My ideal scaled back movie wouldn't even have him. It would just have the two dudes and take place in, you know, feudal Japan or whatever. Uh, that would be that'd be pretty sick, too. Um, so Sub Zero Man, this guy, this guy is all over the beginning of the movie. the The fight with Jax was pretty good. He just like whips the shit out of him. It it's was so cool. scary, like, yeah. Oh, it, the Jax... way he tracks down Cole's family, he just looks like such a killer. He looks, he looks awesome. I liked, I too liked, um, like just like normal Jax, like with with just like cool guns and shit, like trying to fight him. Yeah, and he did pretty good. I... You know, I was like, okay, this is like a cool, like you're putting up a fight, but you're gonna get taken down type of scene to like you'll know, let the other people get away and i was like that was pretty b- yeah believable to me yeah ja- Jax was cool in this movie for sure um and, and yeah it, it was kind of like like you knew he was gonna lose and i was pretty sure he was gonna get his arms ripped off but i was yeah, kinda, yeah. i was rooting for him to get out of there anyways yeah yeah that, that was a good fight it, it built up heat for sub-zero yeah for sure um so yeah, the uh, you know what? I, not not necessarily a fight here, but I. What did you think of the idea of like the dragon symbol getting like kind of kind of passed around from oh. warrior to warrior, and like uh, whoever takes out this warrior gets it. That was so that I liked it because it was that was like kind of like the ridiculous, goofy, Mortal Kombatness that I liked. Like <laughs> that it's not just like some cool logo. That it's like some special birthmark thing you get and I was like all right that's that's great I I thought that was pretty cool too and like um they didn't really do anything with it but like they they kind of hinted at it where like it's like okay well like not not everybody that gets this symbol is like a great person like cuz you got to kill someone to get it and like Sonya could have you know slit Kano's throat in the movie but she didn't want to mm. I feel like that could have been explored for some I don't know for some good like storytelling, but they didn't really go that route, and that's fine. But yeah, I, th- I thought the concept is actually kind of cool. I have no idea if this is like a Mortal Kombat thing or not in the games. Um, I don't, no idea. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I just like characters being like, oh, the the prophecy and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor Wells, if you're listening, let us know what the hell this uh, this dragon symbol is all about. Uh, all right, let's the next fight here. It was kind of okay. It was just okay. Kano, Sonya, and Cole versus... I don't know if this was Reptile or just, like, a Reptile. Yeah. I don't think this was, like, Reptile, Reptile, but, like, just some kind of lizard. This was okay. 
yeah, I was like, uh, it looked cool, and I was like, all right, but this is at the point where I was like, I want to, like, I, I just want to see some fights <laughs> with some characters I care about, and not like, oh, some monster thing attacking them in the camper or whatever, wherever they were, <laughs> a setting that I didn't realize at the time I would grow to hate. Yeah, yeah, it it was. It was okay, but this is definitely the the, the start of the part of the movie it, that's just, mm-hmm. like, really grinding to a halt. It, it came after a lot of stuff that I was sort of disinterested in, and so it got me to, like, be like, okay, some stuff's happening now, but, yeah, it was our... It, I associate it with this chunk of the movie that I just don't care about. Uh, not a lot of fights going on after that, either, until, like, the, the middle part where yeah. Shang Tsung shows up. I I thought that all of these fights were just like kind of okay. The the one so what the hell is his brother's name? Kung Lao. This yeah. dude had the sickest fatality in the entire movie. I'm gonna give oh, him that because yeah. he threw his he threw his monk mask Kashia hat, hit the ground, started spinning like a saw, and he like <laughs> sliced that girl in half. It was awesome. It was awesome. And th- that was that was great. That was brilliant. And I was like, the movie just needs to be more of this. And that. Yes. And I feel like all these fights, especially the one where they literally blended them together, they all kind of blended together uh, in a way. And like none of them stick out as memorable, except for like these couple moments that are like kind of cool. But like, I think they would that would have been better if we just saw early on, like a way to introduce that character would just to be be like a cool fight scene where he coolly murder someone (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude that scene was like it was so good but then to to your point everything around that scene because this is when the bad guys are invading the temple after kano betrays him all of those fights were like super super generic Liu kang is fighting some like guy who's he can do like the the flash like he moves really fast um the guy with the hammer is there. I can't remember his mm. name. But like everybody, everybody's just kind of paired off with like someone generic, and it's like, ah, eh, this is this is okay. I was like, where's it, was, it? Wasn't like a kick-ass fight. Where's the? I was thinking, where's that centaur dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and then even even then, almost speaking of, I thought that Cole versus Goro was just kind of okay. Yeah, it was just okay. Again, that was another one where it's it had a cool death which is good you want that in your mortal Kombat movie but the f- the fight i don't remember too much other than like oh that's when he gets his armor which is i guess good that you remember a, the story beat but yeah because uh, his family's about to get like murdered by goro and i i to be honest i didn't even think goro's death was that cool i thought it was just kind of lame comparatively speaking to like the <laughs> fucking buzzsaw oh yeah sure compare yeah definitely it ranks lower there's also like later there's like a Sonya one where she like blasts a dude and you see like his spine. Remember that one? Oh yeah. That th- yeah, that yeah, was that pretty was cool. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. This, this fight was just okay, I thought. So we get this this weird like I don't even know how to describe. It. So they retreat and then Cole gives some kind of big speech about working together but like working separately and, and fighting them one-on-one and i that that didn't make sense to me like at all and i was like i was like okay so like you're gonna ambush these guys and fight them one-on-one but like why wouldn't the bad guys all be together i don't know i think it makes sense to me it, i don't think it needs to make sense um i i remember it i feel like it made sense i think they wanted to try and 
separate them. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I, but I think the idea was they wanted to take them all out so that they could then team up on Sub-Zero because he was way too OP. I don't know. It, it, was, it was weird, but then it, it was just kind of like, okay, we'll retreat, but then we're immediately going to go back and fight. And that, like, to that me, one pep talk from Cole... Like that, now we can kick their ass. That's that's to me what should have happened twenty minutes into the movie. Like they figure out some way. Like okay, if you don't want to do a tournament and they're cheating, like there should have been a way where it's like okay, we figured out a way to draw them out separately. Um. Oh, because they they want to kill all of them. So if we go to all different locations, they're gonna have to split everyone up to come after us. I think is what it is because they're they're trying to kill all the champions. But if we're not in one place, they've got to come after us. So I think right. I think that's what, okay. That makes sense. So I think that's how you get around the fact that maybe you don't want to do a tournament again. Is you have them you have them spread out, and there could be some portions of the movie where you have these guys. You put them in. You put someone in like the a rainforest, and you put someone on the top of Mount Everest. <laughs> you know, you put someone here, and like you just have a couple scenes of like them whittling down some of the bad guys, you know, but instead like that's, that was like, that had to be like a big, it's gotta be a big, big scene. That, that makes sense, which is ironic because it's just like, you're doing this to avoid having a tournament, but then like you have all these like one-on-one matchups, which basically just feels like a tournament. Um, and to, to your point too, like they could have went to some cool locations, but man, they're back in Sonya's trailer and they're like, kind of the places we've seen before i mean whatever I, right like, i kind of get a $50 it million dollar movie because they were like they were going with like this idea of like she could outsmart him uh because she didn't have a she didn't she didn't have a power so like let's send her a home field advantage and she was like using the trailer to her advantage but i was like yeah just not that interested i have to say i i thought that the sonya versus kano fight was actually pretty solid it was much better than i was expecting considering i don't really like kano and i feel like sonya was like really really underused in this movie mm. to that point yeah it was, yeah it was pretty solid uh she yeah she whipped she whipped ass i i was just happy to see that motherfucker get like <laughs> uh whatever he, what did he get to that he got like some kind of object to the head that killed him oh yeah she threw something at him oh it was the lawn gnome that he spit on earlier he hawked a loogie was, <laughs> So there is some... That's, uh, that's good. Yeah. But again, yeah, she should have just killed that him with it, like, in the first 15 minutes of the movie, but... Yeah. Uh, so Jax is fighting Hammer Dude as well, and that, that was okay. That, that wasn't really much of a fight. He just kind of whips his ass after. I loved his line when he gets his new arms, and he's like, yeah, these motherfuckers work. That's <laughs> ridiculous, but yeah, I was, I was down <laughs> with that. That was the closest we got to... Annihilation jacks. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was good stuff. Um, so Liu Kang, who? Uh, oh, God, I can't remember who the hell Liu Kang was fighting. I think the the speed was, guy, right? Like the it was Katana. Is it Katana? Is that her name? No, was that Katana? No, that's no, not no, no, not um, Katana. Uh, there's the girl with like the the um smile where like her mouth is ripped open and that's who Sonya blasts with her new powers oh. which is actually pretty sweet god I can't hear he's, he's fighting that dude that can like zip around really quick oh, this is pretty Cabal? badass I thought Cabal. yeah 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 when he when when Lou summons the fire dragon I was I was like okay this is that was, this is that was a cool this moment yeah 
Yeah. His his firepowers are definitely better than his werewolf powers, I'll say that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, hopefully we can see that. Um, but here we go. The one that we're all here for, the one that we've been waiting for, all movie. We get Scorpion versus Sub Zero. I thought that this fight was pretty sweet. Um and Cole gets in there, and I didn't think that he brought it down, actually. I thought that it was... Yeah, it was uh, pretty all right. Yeah, it was, it was pretty all right. Scorpion was doing a ton of cool shit. Uh, Sub-Zero was looking cool. Um, yeah, this this was a great this was a great fight. Yeah. And then Scorpion goes, like, full demon. It burns Sub-Zero to death. You, you said earlier, you had that great line about, you sent me to hell and I learned to control it. I, I thought this was great. Yes. Well, he has a couple lines about hell, because he's like, I'm back from hell to kill you and then later he's like yeah i've learned to control it and i was thinking like his head better turn into a skeleton and they did it in kind of a cool way where it's like he's breathing yeah. the fire and his skin peels away i was like all right that's cool um and there's a lot of yeah there's like a lot of cool moments with uh like sub-zero takes some of his blood and makes like an ice sword and uh just like cool stuff like that cool like ice powers and I also I also liked a minor thing, but Sub Zero shows up and he, uh, or um, Scorpion shows up and he's like, "I'm back from hell." And Sub Zero's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you again, so and so." And he's like, uh, "I go by Scorpion now." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> I like that because it's it's just like I've been down in hell thinking of what I'm gonna go by, <laughs> and it, I've come up with Scorpion. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, yeah. Great. I, because earlier earlier in the movie, Sub-Zero does the same thing where uh, Shang Tsung calls him by his name. He's like, I am Sub-Zero now. Yeah. But his, I, well, okay. that makes more. Well, I guess Scorpion maybe because he's got like the I'm sure someone can tell me why he's called Scorpion. But I assume because it's he's got the little tool that he he uh, stings you. With. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. That made me think of an annihilation where uh, Sub-Zero's brother shows up. And and he's like, oh god, I'm I'm his brother, and they're like, okay, Sub Zero, and I'm like, he didn't tell you his name was Sub Zero, also. <laughs> I love. Maybe, maybe it's just a, a classy title that's passed down. <laughs> this movie has that like, uh, classic thing of like they all have to like epically introduce them and say their names, you know? Where he's like, my name is, Kung Lao. It's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Cool, you're cut. I, I and I love that stuff. I love it. It's, when he was like, "I am Scorpion now," it's like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> He's just like, "By the way, I changed name change." <laughs> you know what I thought was funny, Goo, and and I'm gonna say this again, knowing like nothing about the lore of Mortal Kombat, but to my uh, experience, it's always been like Scorpion is always the bad guy, and in this movie, Scorpion is the baby face, and Sub Zero is the bad guy where like, I feel like in the, in the games sub zero is, is either like a tweener or he's kind of a baby face. But in this one, he's like definitely the heel where, and Scorpion traditionally is always like the evil one. Cause he's like, you know, I mean, he comes from hell or whatever. He's like, he's this demon. Mm-hmm. So I thought that it was interesting. I have that they no idea. Flipped that. I, I always just read that. Like they have, it's always like, they always have like some kind of feud. That's like very complicated. And I like, browse a wiki page on it i'm like hmm this is crazy (laughs) how they got all this in a game (laughs) so i have no idea 
Yeah, and and I don't think it really matters like which one's like good, which They're one's bad. They're both cool, I just, so it doesn't yeah. matter. I was just trying to think, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Scorpion presented as like the good guy. I think he's always been the bad guy. So I thought that was interesting. I'm probably wrong, but I don't know. It stuck out to me. Write us, write us, tell us. Like much like Taylor, you did for the first Mortal Kombat episode. Let us know yes. what we got wrong. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure we're we're getting a lot wrong here. Um, but yeah, that was you know that was the big final fight here, and uh, it was pretty cool. I don't know, it was did, pretty cool. It was a great fight. I I thought that we were gonna see something with Shang Tsung, but you know we didn't. So I was just kind of like, oh okay. Yeah, well, it's is definitely left open for like whatever they're gonna yeah. they're gonna take the fight to him or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think that's that's another reason why I might have just saved him for the sequel or for like the post credit scene or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I kind of mixed. Not even mixed. I didn't really love this movie, <laughs> but the opening scene was sick. Uh, yeah. Well, let's finish it up here. Um, we talked about the music. We talked about you know. Let's talk about the end actually because they. This could have also been like an awesome post credit scene if they wanted. They show Cole and he's like, I'm going to Hollywood. And uh, they they pan over and they see and we see like the uh, the Johnny Cage poster or whatever. And it's like, oh, sick. Like they're out, like Johnny Cage is going to be the big get in the next movie because I think they're going to assemble all of the um, all of the champions or whatever in the next movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that, that was cool. And like, I feel like I've said this a million times, but like I. Like Johnny Cage is gonna be like a big star in the second movie, like it's because he has a special, like he's the special one. Like they saved him, and he's gonna be a bigger deal. Where I feel like they could have, if they would have introduced like three or four characters into this movie, let's say Scorpion, Sub Zero, uh, you could have even had Liu Kang and Raiden in here. And the next movie, you get like then you get Sonya Jackson, Johnny. I feel like maybe that would have been a little bit more cool rather than front loading this movie with all those guys. But I, I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying too, but like Mortal Kombat fans would have been like, the fuck is this? This isn't, well, you know, there's only like four characters in here. Me. I mean, like Johnny Cage is like a normal dude too. Like he would have been just as fine for a guy. Like that kind of is what happens in the original movie is he's just like an actor who's kind of at the end of his rope with acting. (laughs) And he just Mm -hmm. gets invited to this thing. Like, to me, that seems like a pretty good entry point, but I guess they wanted a character that you like really empathize with or something. But I don't know. <laughs> I I, don't I know. think you could have done I, it. I think you could have done something similar with the existing characters that we all want to see. I I don't think new character was necessarily required. Well, I. Uh... I don't know. I I feel like maybe I would have done some things differently, but um you know, this movie also did some things that I would have done differently from the uh from like the first Mortal Kombat movie and I don't now that I saw them I was like, ah, maybe I didn't love this, you know? Mm. So what who am I to say? Yeah. Yeah, well I mean with the whole like saving stuff is like will there even be a sequel? <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems like, from what I saw, I guess it seemed like uh, people are liking it. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't I think know. So. Um, 
anything you want to you want to say about the movie before we kind of uh, move on to wrap up? No, yeah, I just think uh I think the the fighting could have been cooler. <laughs> and then it would have been great cuz I'll at least say with the original one, you know, you can say whatever about the story and and stuff, but like at least to me I still remember like uh Johnny Cage fighting Scorpion in hell and uh <laughs> uh the stuff like that, you know. And whereas this I just when I think about the movie now, I think opening cool opener and then just like I kind of tune out and I can't even like I'm I'm not even gonna remember the middle parts of this movie in a month, I don't think. Right. So yeah, that's my that's my final word. Well, I think that the chances for a sequel are pretty good so far. So these are obviously very, very, very preliminary numbers here. But um, according to Box Office Mojo, this is made on a $50 million budget and it's already grossed $10 million. Hmm. So I, I feel like I feel like it's on its way to being um, a success. It's got a 53% critic score, Rotten Tomatoes consensus. Largely for fans of the Soros material, but far from fatally flawed, Mortal Kombat revives the franchise in appropriately violent fashion. So all that's left, Goo, is for us to give the old big thumbs up or thumbs down. I think I know where you're headed. I'm thumbs down, I think. I would say they put out the beginning part of this movie. <laughs> just just watch that scene, and I think you'll be set, honestly. Oh man, I don't know. It like if ever there is a thumbs in the middle movie, I feel like this is it. You know? That's that's exactly um, it. This is like a to me this is like a two-star movie. It's just too bland. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. Just cuz I just cuz I've shit on the rest of them, I I'm going to give this a thumbs up. Oh god. But, well, I'm pissed. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't you know what? The the intro was so good. The the ending fight was like really solid. The music was good. Um the whole just, thing yeah, is watchable. The, it's not like Yeah. Oh, like you know, it's just like the I'm I mean, I was kind of going like, "Ugh," but mostly cuz I'm just like, "Uh, oh, it's kind of boring." <laughs> you know. Uh, but it's nothing nothing that makes me want to like turn it off, I guess. It's it's just when the when the middle part is on like you're you're looking at your phone. And you're you're just like, oh, what's what's going on over on Twitter? What's going on over on Instagram? And but like when the when the intro was on, you're just like, holy shit, like this rules like like uh, I'm I'm so into this fight and the Sub-Zero chase scenes like that's cool stuff. And it, I feel like it loses a little bit of that momentum. This definitely this in the is the middle part of this movie. This is like a good movie to throw on, watch the beginning. And then like if you got your switch or something, just start playing that. And like, it's like, and then you'll like look up once in a while and be like, well, that's cool. <laughs> and then like, go back to it. I did that recently with it, with a couple movies. I, I was, I just had a day where I was just uh, sitting on the couch and I was just throwing on random action movies from the past five years. And this, right. this will maybe join the rotation. I don't, you know, it's too bad that we don't do thumbs in the middle because this is <laughs> you can do the most middle. thumbs in the middle movie. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to give it a thumbs up just to wow. just to make you mad. Yeah, that's just that to, is upsetting. Just to piss you off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I, it, I really, though, I just want to put over again, like after watching this, I'm so interested to see my own thoughts on the first Mortal Kombat movie. Like is, is the first Mortal Kombat movie secretly what I was looking for all along? I'm not sure, but you know, we didn't really, t- really talk about it, but like, uh, the look of this movie, it didn't, I don't think it had a very good look. Um, and while there's some pretty awful, like, CG stuff in that first one, I think just, like, the setting on the island and then the setting on some of the fight scenes and, like, the way it's shot actually looks kind of cool. Whereas I feel like a lot of this movie, like, just looked very, like, monot- monotonous. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, not a lot of contrast, not a lot of just, yeah, just kind of very bland. Uh, I, I could agree with that. It was a lot of it was was shot at night, so that right there is like it's it's just kind of a dark movie, and a lot of the you know same locations were were I mean look it was it was made for like pretty cheap, so it's not like it's a, a yeah. Marvel budget movie, but um uh, yeah I, I think that that's definitely a fair criticism. Uh, okay, my last note on this movie is the uh, the remix of the techno theme rocks. That's a good remix. Pretty decent. I still like. I prefer the original, and I think that was another fatal flaw of this movie was to not start the movie with someone screaming "Mortal Kombat." <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I don't think anyone ever screamed "Mortal Kombat" until the credits. I don't think so. Come I don't on. Think so. What did you think? I I thought that like that. I know I mentioned it earlier, but man, that one scene where like Cole was like. Combat isn't even spelt right. I thought that was so goofy and made it look so dumb because it's like, man, just go with it, you know? So Who cares? That's the thing. The thing about Mortal Kombat, like, to me, Mortal Kombat humor is when they, it's just when they treat, I like it when it's just so deathly serious, but, like, it it knows it's goofy. Whoops. It knows it's goofy, but it doesn't need to point it out to you. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's funny about it is that there's a cyborg guy and there's a lizard and there's a skeleton ninja and and there's like a a wizard. You know, it's it's all these things and it's so serious and they're like tearing each other apart and it's everything spelled with a K. But then (laughs) that's what Cole to me felt like it felt like Disney movie ish where it's like you just got a character going. Can you believe this guys like they spell with a K and it's like, no, I know. I know (laughs) it would have been so much funnier if she was explaining it and she's like, it's called Mortal Kombat and you see it spelled with a K and they don't explain it. (laughs) That's funny to me. It's not funny when someone tells me it's funny. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I got really mad. I can't believe that they didn't spell coal with a K. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> that, that, right, well, that would have made it better if he was like, well, my name's spelled with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. It all makes sense. Oh okay, that. well there we go. That is Mortal Kombat. Um this is on HBO Max, so if you have not checked it out, uh you can you can go and do so. Or if you are uh Canadian like I am slide into my DMs and I will uh, I'll hook you up uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the crime store version that uh, a, a great friend of mine who may or may not be on the show with me was kind hey, enough no. to give me so <laughs> <laughs> um, all right good well we should uh, I guess we should go ahead and let uh, let everybody know what they can vote on 
for the next next show, we have got. Uh, should we reveal what we're doing next? Should we just go ahead and say yeah, it? yeah, let's do it. Okay, we are we're we're putting Shitman on the back burner for the foreseeable future here. We got a couple we just don't things do we got to get to. Yes, uh, <laughs> and, and next up, by God, we have got Castlevania season three. I am jazzed about this. It was so, it was so good. And Goo, I don't think you've watched season three yet, right? I have not. I'm excited to though. Yeah, you're you're gonna love it. Maybe not as good as season two, but still hmm. like really really rocking. Okay. Um, I had a really good time with it, so I'm I'm excited to go and uh, and and relive that. And then that'll be kind of nice too, because it you you know it's another one where we can just talk about some of the character moments and the and the big happenings rather than kind of pour over all the details. So yeah, I think yeah. that's gonna be really fun. Yep. Um, but after that, of course, we have got what we are calling the sequel poll. Uh, and of course, uh, all you guys listening to this know that you choose what movies we cover. Uh, you can do so by voting over at Virtual Theater X. We have a Twitter poll going on. So um, you can you can influence what you hear. And I guess let's just get right to it. Let's, let's run over the options for the sequel poll here. First up, we have got Resident Evil... Four. Yes, um, I need to is see it this. Afterlife? I think so. That <laughs> sounds right. I, yeah, I think so. One yeah. of the they're they're kind of like I don't know what order those all come in. Uh so we got. I think it goes Afterlife. Not sure what the what the fifth one is, and then Extinction, and then the final chapter. Final I think chapter. that's right. Okay. Fine. God. So <laughs> I, if if we're gonna get I'm to the excited. final chapter, we got to do Afterlife first. So that's pull option yes. number one. The, the story continues with Alice and uh, and and her journey. We left off with like a million Alice clones. I'm so, so excited that's gonna to be, see that. That's going to be sweet if that one takes the cake here. But um, it's got some stiff competition because poll option number two, we've got Pokemon Forever, oh, which is also the fourth Pokemon movie. Heavy hitter. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't actually have no idea what the hell Pokemon Forever is about, but I, I know it's got Celebi in it. So okay. <laughs> Celebi is uh, is probably there's probably some time travel gimmick going on here. Uh, there's another featured song in this movie. So <laughs> it's Pokemon. I mean, you, you know what you're going to get like this is last Pokemon movie I thought was really good with the unknowns. So, yeah, this should be good. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, poll option number three. Tomb Raider, Laura Croft, and the Cradle yeah. of Life. Uh, yo, I've, I'm voting for this one. I'm not going to lie. I want to see more Angelina. Uh, I'd be happy oof. if that one, yeah. Not only is Angelina back in this movie, just the queen of Roll Tide, but we on the other side, we have got one Gerald Butler showing up yo, in this movie man, as well. Yo. I love him. So this is going to be pure sex watching Jerry. this movie. You know that. Oof. So that's poll option number three. Poll option number four, kind of the, the odd one out here, but uh, I think that this could be really interesting if it does win. Um, Silent Hill 2, the sequel yeah, to the first Silent Hill movie, which you were a big fan of, Goo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've heard that this one is like one of the worst movies ever made. So this would be a fun one to win because I want to... I'm want to see how true that is you know we've we've had that situation with a couple of movies where it's like hopefully will it live up to its reputation 
Um, so just for reference here, this movie has 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, but we've got like, we've got a pretty solid cast here to be on. We've got Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones in here. <laughs> okay. We've got the one and only Sean Bean. He's back. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is in this. Oh. What is going on here? Um, Good luck. <laughs> and the main, the main character here, I, I don't know that I've seen a bunch of her stuff, but, uh, her name is, uh. Adelaide Clemens. Does that ring a bell for you, Gu? Uh, I'm sure I'd have to look it up, but not off the top of my head. <laughs> well, we, we've got some like really good talent in this movie, so it, it would be interesting yeah. to see yeah, well, where it all goes wrong. I'm sh- I can't wait to see. <laughs> Someday. So there it is. Uh, you can go and vote over on Twitter. Poll option number one, Resident Evil Afterlife. Poll option number two, Pokemon Forever, poll option number three, Laura Croft and the Cradle of Life, poll option number four, Silent Hill Revelations. Um, all of these I'm excited to, to cover no matter which one comes away the winner. So this should be a good one. Yeah, yeah, I, this is a uh, jam-packed poll. Yeah, all-star edition all-star. here for the show. Um, okay, well, that that is it. That is all for the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, you know... It is what it is. I think it was solid. It was a, the thumbs in the middle. So not too bad, not too good. Nice enough to put on in the background. Um, but we hope that this episode was nice enough to put on in the foreground. And we thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, want to encourage everybody to check us out over on Patreon. And uh, come and join our Discord, too. we got a cool little community there. We do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, movie nights, game nights, etc., etc. Come hang out. With virtual theater, I think that uh, I think that we're we're a cool group, Gooey. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, we want you to check us out over on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You know the drill. Like and subscribe. Give us that sweet five star review if you think we've earned it. And of course, check us out over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X. I am at Spateri three sixteen. Gooey is at Gooey Fame. That's it. That's all. We're out. Anything you want to end off with? Words of wisdom for us, Goo? This was a flawless victory. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we can't beat that. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs>